Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee is an essential part of life for many of us. It certainly is for me. But could it also help to cut depression? One of the chemicals in coffee, caffeine, is well known for its actions as a stimulant. But there's also intriguing evidence that it might help to reduce the chances of developing depression in response to the stresses and strains in life. An international team of researchers led by Rodrigo Cunha in Portugal have uncovered the molecular nuts and bolts of this unusual response by giving the equivalent of a few daily espressos to stressed-out mice in their laboratory. Coffee in hand, Kat spoke to him to find out what's going on. There were uh, two reports showing that uh, in the general population, people who drank coffee ingested caffeine that they had uh, a lower incidence of depression. That uh, rose our attention, and the problem of those studies is that you cannot do a causal relation, uh, because it could be that people go to the coffee shop and they talk with people, and that's what affords the benefit rather than the consumption of caffeine. So in order to establish this causal relation, you have to do controlled studies in in the lab, and that's what uh, we undertook. We uh, used mice, we stressed them on a regular basis for three weeks. They developed some behavioral modifications which are compatible to depression in humans. And then we asked if when introducing a single variable, which was uh, the availability of caffeine for them to drink, whether there were less modifications and that's exactly what we observed. You're stressing out mice and then giving them the equivalent of coffee and seeing if that helps them to to feel better or not to develop the mouse equivalent of depression. In a way to cope better with stress, that's the idea, yes. What do you think is going on at a molecular level? Obviously, caffeine is a drug. It has effects on many parts of the body. So how is it helping to reduce the chances of developing these, these unfortunate responses to stress? What caffeine does is to act as an inhibitor, a a partial blocker of some sensors which are present in most cells. So those sensors, they are called receptors, and they sense a particular signal, which is called adenosine. And uh, uh, this is sort of a danger signal uh, for um, cells in our body. And those receptors are particularly abundant in the brain. And that's the reason why most of the effects that people feel when they drink coffee are related with brain function. So they increase attention, they have a, a better mood, they are more active, all that is related to the brain. So in this particular study, we identified the particular receptor where caffeine was acting in order to provide this benefit. And then what we did next 
was to uh, eliminate with uh, molecular biology techniques or gene techniques to make it easier, we eliminated this target only from uh, neurons in the full brain. And we had mice which were more resistant to uh, the effects of stress on one hand, and where caffeine did not have effects because the target was not there. And that's how we uh, uh, narrowed down what was the molecular uh, impact of caffeine. Is this relevant to the kind of amounts of coffee that humans drink, that the mice were drinking? Exactly. So uh, mice also drink uh, caffeine when they're provided with caffeine. And uh, uh, in our study, it was roughly the equivalent to four cups of coffee on average that the mice drank uh, in order to uh, provide them with the benefits that we reported. It may sound a bit unusual to some people because if you drink a lot of coffee, you kind of feel a bit tense, a bit strung out. Was it unexpected to find that it actually reduces the negative impacts of stress? Most people are um, used to effects of caffeine that are due to the acute effects. So when you acutely consume caffeine, that is when you take your cup of coffee, you normally have an increased attention, uh, you have somehow a greater activity. However, when you consume this caffeine regularly, you have an adaptation of all the senses. They get used to caffeine being present, and that's when caffeine begins acting on those receptors we identified as um, controlling mood uh, dysfunction. And therefore, it's quite different from ingesting caffeine just a single shot and consuming it uh, regularly at low levels. So for those of us working uh, with uh, uh, caffeine's effects on the human body for long, it is not a surprise. But for most practitioners and for the public in general, it comes as a surprise that caffeine is not an exciting uh, molecule. It's not causing increased functioning, but is rather normalizing uh, the function of the brain. I'm a writer, so I'm basically a machine for turning caffeine into words. Uh, Many, many people drink a lot of coffee, but there is also a lot of people with depression who don't cope with stress in life very well. Should people just be drinking a lot more coffee, or is there something we can do to actually find treatments based on this to help people with depression or stress? Our belief, our current belief, is that this will not provide uh, a benefit. However, since we have shown that the selective targeting of this receptor where caffeine acting can revert mood dysfunction, we feel rather confident that future studies and the possibility of uh, actually testing this idea in depressed individuals, that is, clinical trials, which have not been done yet, may eventually provide an opportunity to develop a therapeutic uh, tool, that is, a new medication to help people who have uh, mood dysfunction. The other part of the answer is, obviously, how much coffee would I recommend people to drink in order to provide them a benefit should they face stressful situations. Well, the recommendation, the general recommendation is about two coffees a day. However, the amount of coffee that each uh, person uh, should consume in order to have the benefit 
is actually dependent on what we call polymorphism. So there are slight little changes in the receptor where caffeine is using to, for, to provide the benefit. So maybe people should have their DNA tested when they go and buy an espresso. <laughs> well, probably one day we will get there. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 